pilgrimage volume one pointed roofs by dorothy richardson chapter six sections thirteen through seventeen this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine chapter six section thirteen starting out along the dusty field-girt roadway leading from the railway station to the little town of hodenheim through the hot sunshine miriam was already weary and fearful of the hours that lay ahead they would bring tests and opportunities for frulein to see all her incapability frulein had thrown her thick gauze veil back over her large hat and was walking with short footsteps quickly along the centre of the roadway throwing out exclamations of delight calling to the girls in a singing voice to cast away the winter to fill their lungs fill their hearts with spring she rallied them to observation miriam could not remember having seen men working in fields they troubled her they looked up with strange eyes she wished they were not there she wanted the fields to be still and smaller still green fields and orchards woods they passed a farmyard and stopped in a cluster at the gate there was a moment of relief for her here she could look easily at the scatter of poultry and the little pigs trotting and grunting about the yard she talked to the nearest german girl of these and of the calves standing in the shelter of a rick carefully repeating the english names as her eyes reached the rick she found that she did not know what to say was it hay or straw what was the difference she dreaded the day more and more Freudlein passed on leading the way down the road hand in hand with emma the girls straggled after her section fourteen making some remark to minna miriam secured her companionship and dropped a little behind the group minna gave her one eager beam from behind her nose which was shining rosily in the clear air and they walked silently along side by side bringing up the rear voices and the scrabble of feet along the roadway sounded ahead miriam noticed large rounded puffs of white cloud standing up sharp and still upon the horizon cottages began to appear at the roadside standing and moving in the soft air was the strong sour smell of baking schwarzbrot a big bony-browed woman came from a dark cottage and stood motionless in the low doorway watching them with kindly body miriam glanced at her face her eyes were small and expressionless like anna's evil-looking presently they were in a narrow street miriam's footsteps hurried she almost cried aloud the facades of the dwellings passing slowly on either hand were higher here and there one rose to a high peak pierced geometrically with tiny windows the street widening out ahead showed an open cobbled space and crossroads at every angle stood high quiet peaked houses their faces shining warm cream and milk-white patterned with windows they overtook the others drawn up in the roadway before a long low wooden house miriam had time to see little gilded figures standing out in niches and rows all along the facade and rows of scroll-work dimly painted as she stood still a moment with beating heart behind the group she heard frulein talking in english of counsellors and centuries and assumed for a moment as frulein's eyes passed her a look of intelligence then they had all moved on together deeper into the town she clung to minna talking at random did she like hodenheim 
and minna responded to the full helping her talking earnestly and emphatically about food in the sunshine isolating the two of them and they all reached the cobbled open space and stood still and the peaked houses stood all round them section fifteen you like old-time germany miss henderson miriam turned a radiant face to fraulein pfaff's table and made some movement with her lips i think you have something of the german in you she has she has said minna from the little arbour where she sat with milly she is not english they had eaten their lunch at a little group of arboured tables at the back of an old wooden inn fraulein had talked history to those nearest to her and sat back at last with her gauze veil in place tall and still in her arbour sighing happily now and again and making her little sounds of affectionate raillery as the girls finished their coffee and jested and giggled together across their worm-eaten green-painted tables you have beautiful old towns and villages in england said fraulein yawning slightly yes but not anything like this oh gertrude that isn't true we have then they're hidden from view my dear mill not visible to the naked eye laughed gertrude tell us my milly encouraged fraulein say what you have in mind perhaps gertrude does not know the english towns and villages as well as you do the german girls attended eagerly i can't tell you the names of the places said milly but i have seen pictures there was a pause gertrude smiled but made no further response pictures murmured minna pictures always are beautiful all towns are beautiful perhaps not there may be bits perhaps blurted miriam but not whole towns and nothing anywhere a bit like hodenheim i'm perfectly certain oh well not the same complained milly but just as beautiful more beautiful oho millisissimo of course there are bertha there must be well millicent pressed fraulein more beautiful and why beauty is what you see and is not for every one the same it is an affaire de goût so you must tell us why to you the old towns of england are more beautiful than the old towns of germany it is because you prefer them they are your towns it is quite natural you should prefer them it isn't only that fraulein well our country is older than germany besides it isn't my blessed child it is gertrude our civilization oh civilization engländerin engländerin mocked bertha english woman very english woman echoed elsa speier well i am engländerin said milly blushing crimson would you rather the street boys called engländerin after you or they didn't oh jimmy said solomon impatiently i wasn't asking you solomon what means solomon with her oh jimmy oh jimmy solomon stirred heavily and looked up flushing her eyes avoiding the german arbours na solomon laughed fraulein pfaff oh well of course fraulein solomon sat in a crimson tide bridling solomon likes not germans go on elsa rattled bertha germans are all right me dear i think it's rather a lark when they sing out engländerin i always want to yell ja likewise boo come on mill we're all waiting well you know i don't like it jimmy why because it makes me forget i'm in germany and only remember i've got to go back my hat mill you're a queer mixture but milly best child it's just the very thing that makes you know you're here it doesn't me gertrude what is english towns looking like said elsa speier 
no one seemed ready to take up this challenge like other towns i suppose laughed jimmy our milly is glad to be in germany ruled fräulein rising she and i agree i go most gladly to england gertrude is neither english nor german perhaps she looks down upon us all of course i do roared gertrude crossing her knees and tilting her chair what do you think was denkt ihr i am a barbarian a stranger still we of the wild are the better men ah we end then with a quotation from our dear schiller come children what's that from miriam asked of gertrude as they wandered up the garden the räuber magnificent thing play we saw it last winter i don't believe she really cares for it a bit was miriam's mental comment her heart was warm towards milly looking so outlandish with her english vicarage air in this little german beer garden with her strange love of germany of course there wasn't anything a bit like germany in england so silly to make comparisons comparisons are odious perfectly true section sixteen they made their way back to the street through a long low roomful of men drinking at little tables heavy clouds of smoke hung and moved in the air and mingled with the steady odour of german food braten onion and butter sodden beer and rich sour bread a tinkling melody supported by rhythmic time-marking bass notes that seemed to thump the wooden floor came from a large glass-framed musical box the dark rafters ran low just above them faces glanced towards them as they all filed avertedly through the room there were two or three guttural greetings morgen meine damen a large limber woman met them in the front room with their bill and stood talking to fräulein as the girls straggled out into the sunshine she was wearing a neat short-skirted crimson and brown check dress and a large blue apron and her haggard face was lit with radiantly kind strong dark eyes miriam envied her she would like to pour out beer for those simple men and dispense their food quietly and busily no need to speak to them or be clever they would like her care and would understand meine damen hurt her she was not dame was fräulein elsa milly was milly would condescend to these men without feeling uncomfortable she could see milly at village teas the girls looked very small as they stood in groups about the roadway their clothes their funny confidence being so sure of themselves what was it what were they so sure of there was nothing and she was afraid of them all even of minna and emma sometimes they trailed minna once more safely at her side slowly on through the streets of the close-built peaked and gabled carved and cobbled town it came nearer to her than barnes nearer even than the old first house she had kissed the morning they came away the flower-filled garden the river the woods they turned aside and up a little mounting street and filed into a churchyard fräulein tried and opened the great carved doorway of the church incense they were going into a roman catholic church how easy it was just to walk in why had one never done it before there was one at roehampton but it would be different in england pas convenable she heard mademoiselle say just behind her non je connais ce jean-là je vous promets vraiment jean et peu elsa responded with excited inquiries they all trooped quietly in and the great doors closed behind them vraiment j'ai peu whispered mademoiselle miriam saw a point of red light shining like a ruby far ahead in the gloom 
she went round the church with fräulein pfaff and minna and was shown stations and chapels altars hung with offerings a dusty tinsel-decked gaily painted madonna an alcove railed off and fitted with an iron chandelier furnished with spikes filled halfway up its height by a solid mass of waxen drippings banners and paintings and artificial flowers rich dark carvings she looked at everything and spoke once or twice this is the first time i have seen a roman catholic church she said and how superstitious when they came upon crutches and staves hanging behind a reredos and all the time she breathed the incense and felt the dimness around her and going up and up and brooding high up presently they were joined by a priest he took them into a little room unlocking a heavy door which clanged to after them opening out behind one of the chapels one side of the room was lined with an oaken cupboard je frisson miriam escaped mademoiselle's neighbourhood and got into an angle between the frosted window and the plaster wall the air was still and musty the floor was of stone the ceiling low and white there was nothing in the room but the oaken cupboard the priest was showing a cross so crusted with jewels that the mounting was invisible miriam saw it as he lifted it from its wrappings in the cupboard it seemed familiar to her she did not wish to see it more closely to touch it she stood as thing after thing was taken from the cupboard waiting in her corner for the moment when they must leave now and again she stepped forward and appeared to look smiled and murmured faint sounds from the town came up now and again the minutes were passing soon they must go she wanted to stay more than she had ever wanted anything in her life she wanted to stay in this little musty room behind the quiet dim church in this little town section seventeen at sunset they stood on a hill outside the town and looked across at it lying up its own hillside its buildings peaking against the sky they counted the rich green copper cupolas and sighed and exulted over the whole picture the coloured sky the coloured town the shimmering of the trees making their way along the outskirts of the town towards the station in the fading light they met a little troop of men and women coming quietly along the roadway they were all dressed in black they looked at the girls with strange mild eyes and filled miriam with fear presently the girls crossed a little high bridge over a stream and from the crest of the bridge beyond a high-walled garden a terraced building came into sight it was dotted with women dressed in black one of the figures rose and waved a handkerchief wave children said fräulein's trembling voice wave and the girls collected in a little group on the crest of the bridge and waved with raised arms ghastly isn't it said gertrude glancing at miriam as they moved on miriam was cold with apprehension are they mad she whispered end of chapter six section seventeen recording by expatriate in bangor maine